0: This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a place for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get physically, mentally, and spiritually fit. My goal is to help you start living your ideal lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody, founder of Get Fit Babe. I call myself a creator. I'm a real estate agent selling houses by day, a social media manager by night, and a confidence coach in the hours in between. I am right there with you just trying to figure out how to live the most abundant free spirited lifestyle possible. I'll be sharing the ups and downs of my journey while giving you all of the details on the divine downloads and inspired action as well as introduce you to some of the most beautiful people I have met on this journey. We have an incredibly special guest joining us today. Monica Craig is a friend from high school who recently reached out to me after 10 years. This is our conversation about how energy shifting has helped her anxiety and depression and how she has since become an energy shifting facilitator. Monica, I am so excited and grateful to have you on. I can't wait to get this conversation started. If you don't mind sharing a little bit of your experience with us and just chatting about um, your anxiety and depression and the history with that.
1: Yeah, I was diagnosed junior year of high school. I had a lot of anxiety attacks constantly, um, especially because junior year, you know, people are thinking about college and their future, and that's like such a heavy... To start planning at such a young age. So I got on some medication and it just didn't feel right to me, but I continued to do it through college. And then my freshman year of college, I actually ended up, um, due to my anxiety and depression, I ended up spiraling and got extremely sick and ended up in the ER. My parents were like, we need to figure something out. So my mom had heard of some energy work called Access Consciousness and she went and got certified to be a facilitator, which a facilitator is someone who can run your bars, which is what I am. And she got licensed to do that. And then I was like, well, I want to do it and we can exchange and it can be something that we can also gift to our friends. And I knew so many college kids who were just constantly um, just feeling heavy. So That's where I kind of started into energy work. Um, Really, it came from just learning more about what axis consciousness was, what the mission of it was. Like there was a lot of different types of energy work out there, but I wanted to find something that really spoke to what I was looking for. Um, And axis is a way of just making sure life is just an interesting point of view. It's nothing that you're grounded on. It's nothing that is forever and always. It's just, that's an interesting point of view. And where can I maybe change my perspective of that point of view to create bigger and better for myself and create what I want to show up in my life? So anyone who who has dealt with anxiety or depression knows the inconsistency that comes with that is you can have um, the highest of highs and feel really good. And um, kind of to add to who I am is I was a cheerleader throughout high school and college, So, you know, when you think of a cheerleader, you think of someone cheery and happy and excited and, um, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the show that you put on for people. And so, um, being constantly waking up and feeling like I physically could not get out of bed. Like it was gut wrenching. Like my mind wanted to, and was telling me I could, but my body physically was just like, you're not, you're unable to do that. Um, and so that disconnect of conversation between mind body soul is something that i constantly struggled with because whether it be one of those three that was like hey let's go it's a great day it's another day you're breathing let's like make it a good one then something else would be like nope it's terrible you're alone um nobody you know nothing that you're doing is validating you as a person or making you um better or um stronger in this world especially um as women we know like we compare ourselves often to other women um and to just other men in higher power positions and like I knew that I wanted to be in my career very successful um but I would look around and be like oh there's no way I could ever do that there's no way I could ever accomplish that like I'm just not good enough and so that was really the voice of that anxiety and depression kicking and saying, you know, and it would be to the point where, um, like I can um, share like one time at Western, I was studying for finals and I was doing great. I was with one of my best friends and I was like, hey, I'm going to go grab a coffee and a bagel. We have Zoe's Bagelry. Um, and I went down there and just as I was walking through the stairs, like I just all of a sudden had a panic attack. Like my whole body froze. I felt like breathing was something that I never had done before. Um, and I just like started bawling but I had no idea what I was crying about or why I was so panicked like I just all of a sudden felt like I was in the fight or flight mode of of the experience and I just didn't even know why and so and those would happen often but they wouldn't necessarily be so heavy or so like they wouldn't last very long like I would have like randomly would wake up just like crying in bed in my dorm um, or in my apartment and would just be so sad about something, but I wouldn't know what it was. And I would just be like, I'm not really sure. And I I just never knew, I never felt in control of my own body or my mind or like spiritually, I never just felt in control. So
0: I literally have goosebumps, and like I do this thing where, like, when I'm really feeling like what someone's talking about, my eyes get teary eyed, but I'm like (laughs) not sad about it. So I'm literally sitting here with goosebumps, and my eyes are teary eyed because I know how many people are going to relate to your story and feel heard and understood. And I think with anxiety and depression, you have a sense of like, I'm the only one and Mm -hmm. you feel so lonely and like you're crazy for feeling a certain way. But when you hear that somebody is literally feeling the exact same way and has gotten themselves out of it, I just feel like your message and your story. And that's why I wanted you to dive into that detail because there are people that relate to that so much and they just, they think they're crazy. And I think that just spirals you even more. So having Mm -hmm. you explain that and feeling understood, I think is the first step to the solution to the problem.
1: Yeah. And I think we as a society have unfortunately made mental illness a weakness and it's not at all. Um, you know, it's showing up imperfectly is okay. Like it, because everybody is showing up imperfectly, whether they want to acknowledge it in some way or not, and whether or not they have, they struggle with a mental illness or not. Like they, everyone has imperfections they're that they can zero in on really quick. And so, um, yeah, for anybody out there, like you are not alone, find a group that, that supports you and like represents, um, the same things that bring joy and happiness to your life, because, um, it's so easy to feel so distant and alone, just with all the heaviness that comes with that. And I do want to share, it's not like access consciousness has healed me completely. And I'm like free of of this. I still struggle with anxiety and depression to this day. You know, last two weeks have been really heavy on me. And I, um, you know, I really had to ground myself. And so what access conscious has done for me, though, is it's provided me another set of tools that I have to help get Get to a a better place, a more clear and level head place of feeling in control again. So, I just want people to know it's not like I have the magic power of like healing it um, at all because access doesn't do that. It just gives you those tools to take back the control that you deserve.
0: Yeah, it's a constant practice just with anything else, with yoga and meditation or, you know, morning and nightly routines. Whenever you're out of a certain routine, your body becomes imbalanced again. So, it's the same thing with the healing methods and practices. And even when it comes to like medication or like holistic pathways, when I am taking my CBD consistently, I feel less anxious. But when I miss days of taking CBD, it's like my anxiety comes back. So it's a constant practice. And I think just incorporating more holistic methods and um, ways to, kind of wire your brain into a different, and I think that's the biggest thing is people don't realize that they can kind of control and alter and shift their mindset. Um, So if you wouldn't mind going into that a little bit in terms of like the subconscious versus the conscious mind, because to me, when I hear like, you don't know where that anxiety attack came from, or You would feel a certain way when you woke up, but you didn't know why. And to me, that's like the subconscious mind, the mind that you're not necessarily aware of. Will you dive a little bit into that and how your
1: practice helps you with that? Your conscious mind is where you're coming um, to a perspective or a point of view is, as we say, a point of view with no judgments, no judgments on what this is, why you're feeling it, what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to react. It's just coming into everyday life with no judgments on anything. And it's just being conscious and aware of like what you're feeling, what you're thinking, um, what you're consuming, what those around you are doing. Um, and you, you have, it's like painting this like portrait of your moment by moment experience, if you want to say, and especially the moments that feel heavy or that trigger, um, for me, trigger my anxiety or my depression. Um, and just, Figuring out where what is mine, and then what is somebody else's, because too, like naturally, as humans, we absorb other people's energy, whether we are consciously aware of it or not, and so access again is a set of tools to help make you aware of when you are when conscious, I guess of when you absorb somebody's energy. so I find it a lot like when I walk into a room especially with like my girlfriends, for example, and we get together for like girls night or something, you know, one of them is there, there's someone I love. There's someone I hold dear. And so sometimes when one of them is going through something, um, you know, difficult, I can sense that energy. And after we leave, I like feel heavy and I'm like, well, why do I feel heavy? And so Axis has, when I tap into that and ground myself, I can be like, Oh, okay, this is not mine. And so, it's really a conversation as well, and like whatever you believe spiritually, it's really a conversation with you and the energy of the universe. and so it's like, okay, universe is this some is this heaviness mine? Okay, if it is mine, what is my point of view on it? And then if it isn't mine, I return it to sender, so I'm giving it back to whoever's it is because it's not mine to hold, and it's not I like to say it's not your bag to carry. Um, So give it back to somebody because they need to process through that. Like you processing through that is doing nothing for either party there. It's just making you more heavy. It's making them more heavy. So that's kind of a little bit about it. And then it's also just like what it creates is like the willingness and um, capacity to like to want to show up and create bigger things for yourself. So I think that's really important to also touch on is it's not like just because you have your bars ran, things are going to happen for you. Um, or things are gonna show up for you because um, you know you were thinking about them while you were while you were having your energy work ran it's really about what are you willing to do to make those things show up for you what does that look like because everything comes with action it's not like it just is gonna like poof magic genie is gonna show up and you're gonna be you know the next big um, influencer or you know the next big mu- musical artist or anything so it's having that, um, that willingness, I guess, and then it's also the ability to just awaken more possibilities than you all you also thought were possible just five minutes ago, right so like if you expand um so a lot of times when I'm trying to find be grounded I'll sit in a room and I'll be like okay i'm gonna expand three three more feet okay I'm gonna expand ten more feet okay I'm gonna expand outside of this room and into the next room I'm gonna expand outside of this entire house and into this, into the city and you just keep expanding until you feel like you have removed again, that judgment of whatever it is that's showing up for you at that time. Um, and you're able to process it. Sometimes I expand as wide as like the next galaxy. Like there are some things that are just so heavy that I need to expand bigger than our galaxy right now. And so that's kind of what it also creates is that possibility to be, be, um, to create more possibilities in your life than you even were thinking were possible like at all like that you even considered before because sometimes we get locked in on like what we're feeling in the moment and we're like oh well that's not possible i can't do that like that's never going to happen or at least it's not going to happen in the next 5 years and so access gives you that ability to start creating those possibilities and being more aware
0: Yeah, So for me and my beliefs, it's almost like I tap into that higher version of myself, I tap into like, that higher consciousness that higher level. And um, it's almost like an awakening where you realize that there's more to it than just your experience and your experience. that conscious perspective in that moment that you were saying you essentially paint this picture it's like there's more to it than you just see right in front of you and doing that practice and kind of diving it's like diving internally but like you're expanding externally and you're just like becoming more aware of all the possibilities and I think that's a massive shift that I've had over the years and people call it you know maturity you seem very mature for your age and it's I'm just very aware. I'm very, I've kind of tapped in just, I feel like I have so much more expanding to do, but I've tapped into that higher version of myself. And I've allowed that version to kind of consume me with my daily practices. It's a constant work in progress. I can tell when I am in ebb and flow with it. I can tell when, you know, I'm in that flow state and people call it a flow state and it'll last maybe a few hours for them. Mm-hmm. But when you really tap into it, it can extend and last, you know, days or weeks, or, you know, if you consistently practice it. So I think that's really cool that, um, you've also been able to tap into that. Will you go into a little bit of like the energy healing and how that has shifted you and helped you through the anxiety and depression?
1: Yeah. And so, um, I guess that will help to kind of explain what access is because people are probably like, what is this crazy thing she's talking about? Um, So access consciousness, what you're doing when I I mentioned it earlier is when you're having your energy ran, um, as a facilitator, you have, I'm running 32 pressure points on your head. And the way I'm doing that is simply by touch of my hands. There's a chart of like all the pressure points on your head. And so I'm running through all of those and sometimes they're in groups. And so like, um, you know, we start with your, um, your power band, which is kind of like your source of. All energy. Um, and then your implant band is where you have stored all your foundational thoughts, emotions, um, perspectives, uh, experiences about each bar or everything that's ever happened to you. So, like, um, one bar that I, and I think we talked about this before, is one bar that runs really heavy all the time is relationships. And whether that be uh, romantic relationships or it be relationships with like, my mom or my dad or like my friends. So um, money is another one that runs really heavy for people. I think money is just something that we're all constantly thinking of. Um, Creativity and control are probably the other ones, which is funny because money, creativity, creativity and control all get ran at the same time. Um, And so I'm just simply touching on those pressure points. I'm running that bar and it's hard to explain until you've had your hands there and you know what you're feeling, but it's like heat. And like, there are times where someone's bar needs to run so bad. It feels like my hands have just like absorbed into your head. Like I literally feel one with your, your head and it's like heavy and hot. And like, I will keep running it until you either are saying like, I don't want to run this anymore. Or, and we're just asking questions. Like if I Sense that a bar is running really heavy. All you know, just simply ask like, "What would you like um, your life to look like?" Or whatever is not allowing you to have the control or creativity um, that you are looking for in life. Whatever is keeping you from doing that, do you destroy and uncreate times a godzillion? And if you say yes, and you don't have to say it out loud to me you know, I just will run that. I will do our clearing statement following that. And I will say, um, right or wrong, good or bad, pock or pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyond, which doesn't make any sense, but I will explain it. Um, and that's the clearing statement for access. And it, um, it really allows you to um, just relieve that because when you're saying yes to that, you're saying anything that I've stored, anything that I've held on to, any experience I've had that's kept me from Again, awakening that possibility to being bigger than it, I'm letting go of that, and I'm giving it to the universe to be recycled and um, gifted back in a different form. And so it's really just that I always think of it as like a cycling of energy between you and the universe. Um, And so, um, you know, some things that we're doing is, you know, again going back to some bars. You know, there's some some like aging toaster where. You know, a lot of people have certain age timelines that they've given to themselves that they've, or that they were raised with and told that this is, you know, at this age, you should be accomplishing this thing, or you should have this thing, or this much money, or a family, or a home, or whatever it may be. Um, And it's breaking that, breaking those those boundaries we've put on ourselves. And again, awakening the higher level of conscious you that you are and that you were created to be on this on this lifetime um, and letting you kind of capture that and like really run with that. And like you said, it's, it's a flow that like you're in it sometimes and then you're not. And so it's finding, using your tools of access to like tap back into that flow and just remembering like um, the mantra of access consciousness is that um, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. And just like, whenever I'm feeling like, okay, I kind of feel heavy or I kind of feel anxious. I just remind myself like all of life comes to me with ease, joys and glory. And that kind of just centers me again. And is like, okay, we're good. It's not heavy. Like it's just a point of view. It's an interesting point of view, but I'm going to find another interesting point of view with whatever is happening with me.
0: Well, you go back to maybe the very first few sessions that you had with your mom when you got out of the hospital and you were um, making that shift from the
1: medication to energy healing. What was your experience like? My first session, I have never cried so much in my life. And I don't want to scare people and be like, if you're not criers or you're like, I'm emotionally not the one who likes to like show that. Um, it was my mom. So I felt safe. And I felt um, that we were showing up to this session with no judgment. Um, but I, it felt, and it, every time actually that I get my energy ran, it feels like waves are crashing on me. Like, especially if I'm trying, if I'm unwilling to let go of something, I can feel it. Like, it's like, um, you know, when you like think you need to hiccup and it's like gonna happen and you're just gonna like, <clears throat> like that is the feeling of it. And then it's just like, once I'm like, you don't need this. It's not doing you. It's not bringing you ease, joy, and glory. You release it. It's like a big wave just crashes and like cleanses me. Like it feels like from head to toe. I just am like a big deep sigh of relief. And um, and sometimes that comes from like sometimes I will uncontrollably cry. Sometimes I will uncontrollably laugh. Um, sometimes I just fall asleep. Like that's actually very common for people is like, especially people who, um, I've found people who do their energy more regularly, um, or some type of energy healing, um, or who are energy healers themselves. Like I find that they tend to just like knock out. So like my mom falls asleep a lot when I'm running her bars because she's just like, she gets them done so frequently that that energy, there's not a ton to be moved around. Um, because she's more consistent with her practice. And so um, sometimes she's just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just like, it's just such as a Zen um, state of relaxation that she just like falls asleep. I don't do that often, but that's on me because I know I don't utilize the tools frequently enough that I should be. And so then when I notice that I'm like, okay, now I need to schedule more Times to have my energy ran.
0: Oh, it's a lot like meditation. Like the more you practice it, the deeper you can go and the more you can let go and mm-hmm. allow yourself um, that freedom and to be comfortable. And, you know, when you meditate and you, there's squirrels in your brain and all of that. Um, so I feel like it's a lot like that, wouldn't
1: you say? Yeah, it is. It is a lot like that because as you're having your bar ran, you know, let's just take money for example. If your bar for money is being ran, you naturally the person who's having their energy work done um they tend to start if they're really willing to um, be part of the session and be part of that conversation with the universe they are starting to have things come to light for them like oh i would like this to show up in money or i don't have enough of it or and whatever those things are if you're tapping into it and you're leaning in and you're willing to like ask the universe those questions like how would I like that to show up in my life? Or am I willing to destroy and uncreate anything that's not servicing me to be able to, to have that show up in my life, to create whatever it is that I want to show up in my life. And when you're leaning in and willing to like have those conversations, you, again, you go into a higher state of that consciousness or that higher state of meditation to that. And so sometimes people come off of a table uh, from their energy working ran and like, they're just like, firing on all cylinders. And then there's some who are just like, I need to like take a nap. Like I need to take a deep sleep. But I promise you, if like you get nothing out of a session, like if you're just like, you know, I showed up and I just am not quite ready to let go of some stuff. That's fine. Show up imperfectly as you are. That's, there's no judgment. Like we're showing up consciously with no judgment here. Um, the best thing you'll get out of it is like a great head massage. Like that's the worst thing, I guess, that you would probably get out of it is a, yeah. a good head massage. The best thing you'll get is like a way higher level of consciousness and all that you um, were created to do here. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I'm currently reading and researching a lot of this kind of stuff. Um, I think the universe is bringing a lot of this into my life with like, you suddenly coming back into my life. I mean, we haven't talked in several, several years, and both of us have come so far. And then um, the emotion code just like popped up on my Instagram, just the book, and I like, just bought it like, Went to Amazon. I was like, I for some reason am feeling inclined to buy this book. Yeah. It was like a $17 book. And, um, it's really helped me understand that, you know, when you're doing this energy work and the emotions that you have, emotions are energy. And oftentimes they get trapped in our bodies. So, from past trauma or things that we may not even consciously be aware of. I was reading a story just briefly about um, a childbirth that was traumatic. And that childbirth, the kid might not even remember oftentimes won't remember your birth right but that traumatic experience gets stored in your subconscious mind and in your body and can get trapped and so i feel like this type of energy work and correct me if i'm wrong or if you have different beliefs but this type of energy work will help you to become aware of and release those trapped um, emotions when you're ready for it
1: yeah no it will you you nailed it on the head that's exactly what access consciousness does is um, and it's really when you're ready for it. I love that you said that because that's that's the big part is like you know, I think again, we have this timeline of when we need to do things, and like you have to do it when it's right for you, like because even though you might have gone through some sort of trauma, whether you know it consciously that you've gone through it or subconsciously you've stored it in um in your body or you have to be ready to work through that, like nobody else can do that for you, and so. It's just really important to um, lean in so when you're feeling like that heaviness or that sadness or even that happiness and you're like, I want to lean in on that and know more about that, I want more of that to show up, just be ready and open to those conversations with yourself because really that's all access is, is a conversation between you, the universe, but mostly you and yourself. The person facilitating your bars, like I always tell people, like, I want you to feel this is a safe place. This is there's no judgment. Anything that happens here is completely between you and the universe. I am not gonna share or um, any of it. I'm just the vessel to open up that conversation, and that's purely all I am. Like I don't think that I'm anything more than that as a facilitator, because I've seen where people are unwilling to lean into those conversations with with themselves and they get very little out of the thing. And then I can run a session 30 minutes later and that person gets everything out of it. And so, um, it's really not me at all, good or bad. It's not me. It's really just you and where you want to, how far you want to tap in and, le- and how conscious you want to become. So.
0: So what I thought was interesting from our conversation last week, the first time we had talked in several, several years, you used me as an an example, because I've never personally had energy work done. And I'm looking forward to coming back to Washington for Christmas and having you do a session on me. But you used me as an example and just kind of seeing how I um, am coming across on social media and the things that I'm personally going through in my life. Um, You've kind of become aware of just those surface things on social media, but you use me as an example. And I want you to kind of have that on recording and share, you know, what you think energy healing would do for me, just like unfiltered, you know, I share pretty much everything. (laughs) So what do you feel like with my current status in life, energy healing would do for me?
1: Yeah. um, Well, I think that big part is like, you've already been starting to to tap into that. Um, I think specifically with relationships I've watched, um, you really tap in and becoming removing the the notion or the judgment that you need somebody in your life you need a partner to feel whole like you are whole in your own and then like your partner is just an extension of who you are um and I've noticed that like you've really been tapping into that and like um we ran track together so sharing that with the world, we ran track together and I just remember you being so hard on yourself, you putting the weight of the world on you and you could see it in just like how you would carry yourself and how you would run. Like you didn't run because you loved it. Although you did, you ran with like all of these, like, I felt like just like, um, expectations of other people and, or what you assumed those expectations were. And so I like was really excited to see that like when you got into your fitness journey, you were doing it for you and you weren't doing it necessarily for because people were setting expectations for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just in like these last years, I mean I graduated almost you know it's 10 years ago and so let's just say it's probably been like what 11 or 12 years that we were running track together and it's like I've seen so much growth in that. And especially in just you being willing to show up imperfectly, like that was one thing I know. And I know because I was the same, like always had the standard of perfection for myself, whether that be in running or academically. Um, And I felt that connection with you as well. And I feel like you're, you and I both, but like really what I've loved seeing and like, I'm so proud of you for is like you're okay with failure because it's not failure. Like I hate that word. It's just a lesson and a foundational step to like the next bigger thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you've really leaned in on that and been like, Hey, it's okay. If like, it doesn't work out the way that I planned on it to, like, it probably is going to work out even better than I even imagined it to. So I'm just going to like run with it and like make it happen for myself. And, um, so that's kind of what I've seen in like And maybe that's like reading really into your social (laughs) media.
0: No, it's definitely accurate. And it's like, thank you. It's something that I try to explain myself and portrayed to other women who feel like they can't change or they're stuck the way that they are. But when I explain how I used to be or my like personal experience, it comes across one way. But when someone else's perspective of me, how I used to be and how I am now is shared, it's really cool and interesting to hear that point of view, because I did intentionally decide one day that I am going to be in control of this. And I'm not going to place expectations from other people on my life. And Um, just hearing that that shift has also come across to other people is truly amazing. And I want it to just be encouraging to other women that no matter who places expectations on your life, um, what mistakes you have made, you know, how you are now or the state of mind, the state of consciousness you're in now, like that shift can happen and you can change and you can tap into a higher version of yourself, um, which I think is like the premise of This call is like Mm -hmm. expanding what you see as right in front of you, expanding that. My mom always, it's so funny now that I'm getting into this kind of stuff. My mom always used an example that it like summarizes all of this, but she wasn't necessarily like tapping into or aware of the energy stuff or the higher consciousness. She would say like, take your situation that you're in right now. And zoom way out and look at it from, you know, a satellite perspective or a star in the sky and look down at earth and you in this situation, she's like, is it really that big of a deal when you zoom way out? And it, it just ties so perfectly into, you know, your expansion and like outside this room into the, you know, the next room, it's kind of the same thing. Um, but I just, I think this whole thing is just bringing awareness to people and, um, expanding where they're at and just that surface level mind that most people live in.
1: Yeah. And I think it's so funny because like, you know, this whole conversation came from like, I think you posted something on social media. So talk about the power of social media, right? It's like, I and I love social media, so I'm all about it. But like, I messaged you, like I DM'd you and I was like, I gave you like a clearing statement or like a, the mantra of, of access. And you were like, oh my gosh, I love that. I want to like, talk more about that. And then like, now here we are. Right. So it's like, it's again, that really taps into the possibilities and being open. It's two people having a conversation, like me and you being like, there's so much more possibilities here. Like, what are those? And like, how can we share that story? And how can we help encourage and also support people who feel like I'm stuck where I'm at. And like, there's nothing I've tried this, I've tried that. And there's just like nothing left to try. And it's like, keep leaning in keep, stay motivated. Like if you are willing, um, to become vulnerable with yourself and like have those hard conversations, mm-hmm. uh, I promise like there is hope there in like becoming whoever it is that you have wanted to become because, and like, maybe this is like such a deep, like too deep for some, but like, for me, I always think too, is like when I'm in those moments, I always remember that like, that hope of the person i am that image of who i want to be isn't like something i came up with it is it is my conscious level of myself showing me a glimpse of what the possibility is it's not like i imagined that i can be this so like when i see myself being super successful that's my consciousness saying you were put on this lifetime to be that person. So like, let's make it happen together. Um, so don't think that you're like fooling yourself or like, you know, making a false, um, allegation of what you can and cannot do with your circumstances currently. It's like, no, you, that is a, is your consciousness tapping on your shoulder being like, Hey, look at this. This is what I want for you.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just wanted to like fist pump. That's exactly. I always call it like, I always said like, Oh, I'm becoming this person or I'm become, it's like, I've changed my word choice to say, I'm not like becoming anything. I'm just like, it's already within me and I'm just Mm -hmm. figuring it out and I'm pulling it out of me and uh, adapting to this higher version of myself that I already am. And Mm so like that, that mind telling me and like the visions that I see for my future and the big ambitions, like they feel like they're so far away and they're, um, not a part of me, but I've been tapping into that to bring it into me and into my life, um, and expanding who just this surface level version of myself says that I am and like tapping into the deeper version. So, I just think that's so cool. I think we will definitely need a part two of this. Maybe after I come home for Christmas, we can talk about my experience and expand on this a little bit deeper. Um, But before we end, will you just share some resources and tools for people who want to explore this further?
1: Yeah. um, So you can go to, if you just like Google, honestly, access consciousness and go to that website, there are so many things. So there is like you can have your bars. Right? There's like so many resources and the creators of access consciousness have the like books and podcasts. And so like, I will link those to you, Cody. Um, and if you want to share them, there's so many, so it's like trying to grab ones because I want people to feel, to go and do the research for themselves and feel, um, and find the ones that fit best for where they're, what they're looking for. Cause there's just so many. And like, there's one specifically for women. Um, that was really, really good. Um, And sometimes, um, usually with like sessions that I ran um, more frequently, we would play those as we were running them, like as we were doing an exchange of bars, just to kind of help facilitate that session. But I will link those to you, because um, I want people to go in and find what feels right for them and what conversations they're wanting to be vulnerable with, with themselves. So
0: You have so much to offer someone, you have tapped into this higher version of yourself and the experiences that you have been through have been um, traumatic, but they have shaped you. And I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and your willingness to share those things and be vulnerable and build awareness is truly changing people's lives and shifting perspectives. And I really do think that that's like a universal purpose that has been placed over your life. And it's going to be so cool to watch that expand and watch you step into that Mm -hmm. and just be a life changer. I think that is (laughs) like, you already enjoy your, your day job. You're in an extremely happy marriage and you have this gift and this, uh, just purpose and story to tell and I think it's going to bring a whole new mission into your life and I'm really excited that I get to watch that and kind of be a part of it and I'm so grateful that you were willing to
1: provide us your time to share this experience yeah no I'm so thankful for you having me and like yeah I'm excited and it's funny that you say that because again like we were just talking about you know like your consciousness like tapping on the shoulder and being like, step into your next level of Mm -hmm. who you are, like, you know, level up basically. And um, I've been feeling that for some time now Um, and just sharing that story because I, especially for women, um, really, and anybody actually, because relationships are universal, but like, that's something that I've noticed a lot of conversations I'm in is people telling me like, how have you, you know, stepped up into feeling whole on your own and like not needing even though I am in a very happy marriage and I love my husband, but like not needing that necessarily like that um, affirmation to feel like powerful and strong. And so, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad that we did this and I'm really excited for what's to come and definitely message me. I want to run your bars when you're um, back in in Washington. So
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Everybody go follow Monica on Instagram at Monica Ronk Craig. She is about to begin sharing publicly her energy healing journey via her new blog on expanding consciousness and awakening the highest version of you. Her Instagram handle is at Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A-R-O-N-Q. C-R-A-I-G. It's going to be linked in the show notes as well. Shoot her a DM. Tell her how much this podcast meant to you. Tell her how it resonated with you and thank her for her time. Have a great rest of your day, you guys, and we will be chatting so soon.